0: we're going to chat now with uh, Brad Eon, who's an assistant professor, and time management researcher at the University of Quebec in Montreal. Uh, Brad, thank you for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Thanks for having me on. So yeah, we're a week in now, and I think this is the point where it starts to be less fun and more work, right? I mean, life is starting <laughs> to pick up again around us.
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. This is a, this is a time of year where you know, people, you know, have enjoyed the holidays, uh, maybe not so much this year because of the pandemic. Yeah. But this is a time of year where, you know, people see this new year or any new uh, time frame, really, like a new semester, a new week, as an opportunity to make uh, new resolutions. Uh, but very often what happens is that uh, we tend to overdo it. And, you know, once w- people
0: have these grandiose plans, and it happens when you're coming out of the holidays and stuff, New Year's Day, okay, but life starts to pick up again as January goes along, and basically, being a time management researcher, your time management, it becomes
1: the issue, right? Absolutely. So the way we think about time is very different from the way we think about other resources, like money, for instance. Money is very tangible. It's very concrete. It's very quantifiable. You know, a dollar, we all know the value of one dollar. Uh, but what's the value of one hour? Uh, because time is so, uh, I guess, abstract, we have a hard time making accurate decisions when it <laughs> comes to to managing this resource. And so, because it's so abstract, we don't have a clear idea of how, how much time we actually have. There's this uh, uh, psychological phenomenon called the yes, damn effect, where um, people's tend to say yes to all kinds of requests you know like can you sit on this committee can you help me with my yep. uh, move next next week um and we tend to say yes because we think that uh, anything that happens in the future uh we'll be able to do it because we wrongly believe that we'll have a lot of free time in the future but obviously that never happens Now, hang
0: on uh, with, with that one for me i find personally if you ask me to do something today There's a good chance I'll say no. If you ask me next week, it's maybe 50-50. If you ask me to do something in six months, it's always, oh, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. In six months? I mean, does everybody fall into that trap? Is that
1: what you're talking about? Absolutely. This is a psychological phenomenon that happens to the best of us. Um, (laughs) And the the problem is that, again, we don't. But if you ask people how much money or how much spare money do you think you're going to have in six months, they tend to have a very accurate um, estimate. Right. The same does not hold for time. And that's why around New Year's, people say that, you know, in six months, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. In six months, I'm going to be able to read, I don't know, 52 books. But obviously, that doesn't take into account the fact that your free time is not going to change that much. What do we do? How, how, how can we, uh,
0: now that we recognize it, we, I think we all know we do that. I mean, if you think about it for a minute, I've known for a long time, I always do that. Is there a way of addressing that and, and not falling into that trap over and over again?
1: Absolutely, so in the English language, we tend to say things like uh, it's been a long meeting or uh, you know it it lasted for a very short while," and these adjectives are very spatial you know we think of we, t- we tend to think of time as space, which means that if our most intuitive way of thinking of time is to use spatial words, that means that our easiest and most intuitive way to manage our time is to visualize it. And that's why I recommend that people use as much as possible a schedule, at least for their work hours. uh, Because the problem with to-do lists is that they're just that, it's it's a list of items and they don't give you an accurate idea of how much time you actually have. So if you have a schedule that's gonna give you a better idea, more realistic idea of how many time commitments you can take on for this new
0: year. Now, when you're putting together this schedule, I mean, how far down the road do you want to go? with is, is it, like, for the day? Is it for a week? Is it for a month? I mean, how, how far, how structured does it need to be when you're talking about structure?
1: It really comes down to individual preferences. Okay. Uh, but usually a weekly schedule is best uh, because our, our lives tend to be fairly predictable on a week-by-week yep. basis. Uh, but beyond that, it's, uh, it's, it's very hard to predict. But if you can have at least a little bit of predictability, a little bit of structure every week, you can have a more or less accurate understanding of how much time you actually have and what you can and cannot do in the future. So now that we're a week into the new year and you've got
0: your resolution and it's starting to come off the rails, is it too late to correct? I mean, or can you start, you have to build in time, right? I mean,
1: that's what it comes down to. It's never too late to make time for time management. That's what I tell people <laughs> uh, all the time. You know, I've, I've I've trained people that are that were fifty plus. Uh, time management is not something that you either have or don't. It's something that we all can learn, and it's it's never too late. So, if you can make some time, this is very important, and this is going to sound very meta. Make some time to learn time management because that's the only way you're going to learn how to make time for things that truly matter to you.
0: How do you learn time management? Is there, is, there, is there a website? Is there a course? How do you learn time management? Is there a
1: book? Well, I'm not going to plug my own stuff here, but there's <laughs> literally tons of time management books out there. Okay. I highly recommend David Allen's uh, Getting Thing, Get Things Done method. I've heard it's of that book, yeah. It's standard. It's really good. Um, works really well for most people. And there's also uh, uh, Deep Work by Cal Newport, also really, really good. Uh, That one's more about focus, but uh, David Allen's book, really, really good. Highly recommend it.
0: Excellent. Brad, thank you so much for your time this morning. I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good one. That is Brad Eon, who is an assistant professor and a time management researcher at the University of Quebec in Montreal.